we're biased. I want to talk to pastor kids only. What's the deal? Whenever you're ready. <laughs> My name is Chantel Rodriguez, and you're listening to What Would a PK Say? So my name is Eliezer. A lot of people call me Eli or Eli. This is my wife, Jessica. And you are? I am Chantel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you grow up in church? I did. Born and raised originally from Central Florida. So Kissimmee, Poinciana, that area. My parents came down from up north. They started going to church in Poinciana. They were co-pastors for about seven years. And then after that, we became um, pastors in Hank City for about four years. And then we moved down this way. And we've been in short since then. So roughly in, in Ministerio, about 17 and 18, counting co-pastor years. Where where your parents came from? So my parents are Puerto Rican. So they moved young, met in Massachusetts. You, are you guys M.A.? Yes. So you were MAE up there as well, your parents? Yeah, my dad was. My dad was MAE, born and raised in PR. Then he moved up here, was MAE, and then se apaltaron for five years. They had my older sister up there, and then kind of moved down this way. My mom se reconcilió in MAE, and then they've been in here since. Yeah, we were pretty much born and raised the same. We were a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> This is cool that through the podcast, we meet new people. Yeah. And I was I was a little bit curious as how it was going to go because I'm the type of person that is very, um, I'm not shy to speak to strangers, but yeah. my wife is. So for her, yeah. it's a little bit more awkward. And I, I, I'm kind of interested in how this is going to pan out because <laughs> we don't know each other. I mean, 100%. I, the only connection you and I have is Ashley and texts and the podcast, <laughs> podcast texts here and there. So this is yeah. pretty cool. Right from the door, thank you for accepting no, the invitation. Yeah, thank you for considering me. This is really cool. Like I, I remember seeing some posts on Facebook and I heard about the podcast. I was like, okay, that's, you know, really I haven't seen anyone else kind of do this type of thing. And then when it was Ashley's episode, I was like, hold on, like, I know her, <laughs> I gotta listen, and I was like, okay, and I heard other episodes and whatnot, and I was like, this is, like, a really cool idea, Cool. so I really like it. Really well, cool. thank you, thank you that, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. thank you for listening, and, and... I was gonna be my next yeah. question, so have you heard any episodes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, that's why I said, it's a good thing she answered, because that's what I was gonna uh, ask. Okay, yeah, <laughs> well, good, you did your homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, we gotta be prepared. Yeah. Catch yeah. me slipping. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. We won't ask you uh, about any. any yeah, right. Prior... There's no review questions. Uh, we're not testing you on if you've been listening, so don't worry. I hate tests, so there is no test. But yeah, yeah, for real. All jokes aside, thank you because it's it's not easy to just go ahead and and Talk accept to strangers. Yeah, accepting something from a stranger, really. But I've said this before, and I've always talked about a common thread within the the pastor's kids. And I'm sure that if, let's say, 
we had met each other in a different atmosphere as far as because I think you're a musician, are you not? Yes. Okay, yes, so you see, I did my homework too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think especially in that realm, I'm a musician. Well, I used to play. We would we would totally connect as musicians and as pastors' kids, at which that has been my experience. I don't know if that has been your experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like the fact that this show has gone to where it's at right now and and i'm excited about what it, it's going to look like in another year or two i feel honored to be a part of the journey <laughs> oh man it's you know what it's it's a pk man like you you you're cool right from it's the door right it's like, <laughs> it's like a whole other like if you're not a pk you won't get it it's a weird bond and i really like the fact that you guys really do pick from like everywhere because hearing other episodes you're like wow like you always think it's it's just me or the PKs that I just know, yeah. but it's literally like all of us. We're all in the same, with different stories, but we're all tied. It's really cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why I said I'm like, okay, I don't mean to say we're special, but we're special, right? Because yeah. regardless that I have like almost 20 years on top of you, we can still relate to some experiences exactly. because we have that, you know, that tie, that, that bond, that common yeah. thread between all of us and everyone's different everyone came from a little bit of a different um background or upbringing but yet we have so many things that are so relatable that's why it's like when you meet a pk you just i mean not for nothing but we hit it off because yeah we know you know you just know (laughs) know. so that's pretty cool what he said i'm i'm super quiet super shy this is probably like the most you will ever hear me speak because okay. i'm like super reserved but when he said the name i'm like man that that sounds familiar so when i saw your face i'm like oh yeah we went to cuba so for me that's like a little bit of breaking the ice you know because uh-huh. we were there no that's really cool. we were there which i totally um really enjoyed that that experience too yeah same i loved it want to go back have you been to any other missionary trips since missionary trips i see like missions missions Cause I know that was a mission trip, but it was more like a camp and we were visiting like the holiness there. I haven't really gone on one apart from Cuba and Puerto Rico out of the States. I've gone to Dominican Republic. I went for the Congreso Internacional de Aje. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was held in Dominican Republic. So I haven't been on much, but the plan is to, to do many because I really do like traveling and like meeting new people. I'm kind of the same. I'm like in between. Mm-hmm. I could be shy and reserved. I tell people I like to watch first. <laughs> yeah. Get a, same. like a feel of who you are or how. And then I open up if you talk to me. <laughs> That's, That's cool. cool. You're involved in a heck? I am. I was involved in the district. I was what we call vocal dos, which is public relations. So photography, videography all that making flyers i did that for about five years and then i'm currently working for the regional board in that department as well nice i don't like not that i don't like let me see how i say this i'm not into social media i'm not into okay. tiktok i'm not at the most i do is like if you send me a youtube video i probably saw it okay especially if it has to do with music that's it like i'm i'm a youtube buff but I had shown my, this is a while back, I had told my wife about that video that you did, that you came and said something about when you play, you had the guitar in your hand, oh, and that okay. when you play your your boyfriend's, your boyfriend's favorite song, he comes out. 
<laughs> and you come. It's the first. I'm, I think you told me people do, have done that before. Yeah, but it's I'm a, like, it was the so very old, first people, time. But he never saw it before. I've so never seen that it was before. Like the best thing ever. And I was dying. You had me dying. I think I was at work, <laughs> and I was dying. You're like, oh, I forgot. I don't have a boyfriend. I was dying. It's like you gotta hear that. And she's like, um, that's been done before. <laughs> like, okay, my bad. But I thought yeah, it was funny. I thought it was funny, and then I was like, man, I think I, I think I want to have this girl on my on my show. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. it's and all to it not was... having a boyfriend. That was good. <laughs> we'll take that, that out. We'll so take that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, you said you do, you do have someone? A fist pump. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're making it worse. I You're thought... making it worse. God. I thought you were gonna say you did. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll leave it in. No. I'm uh, kidding, I'm, no. We'll, we'll <laughs> like, don't cry. It's gonna be okay. Don't you worry. There's somebody this out there is, for you. This is where us older folks will tell you, wait on the Lord. And, wait on the Lord. No, yeah, yeah. girl, just keep going through like all my those. Mom. <laughs> my mom siempre. No te preocupes. El día nació. Thanks, ma. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. At least 23 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Fist pump for the single well, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's all good. It's all good. Wait and be picky. Be choosy. But anyway, yes. I just wanted to, so that you know a little bit of who we are, kind of break the yeah. ice and, and feel a little bit more comfortable than we're just like two weird strangers. <laughs> and you know what will be cool? You know, you're, you're talking about how your brother plays, you play, your sister sings. Mm-hmm. Ashley plays. Um, we know a couple people down here that, you know what would be cool that if we can get a, a bunch of pastors kids down here and get together and do some type of concert or that'd be really cool like straight up just pastors kids like a jam out session yeah like, we can really make cool. it something dope i'm down that's awesome so nice meeting you it's nice, nice meeting, meeting you. shout out to well. uh ashley yeah um do you see her often or no um not as much because, again, she goes to another church, but we're part of the same district. I actually saw her this past weekend um, at our Media Vigilia. <laughs> so when we have, like, district events, sometimes I do we do see each other. And, obviously, conventions and stuff, we run into each other. So That's funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask you a bunch of, like, simple questions just, just for me. I came here as a grown person. Like, I, I've been in Florida. And, and I already, you know, I already did what I had to do. I already grew up. But... When I was younger, like I was always, we were always somewhere, like doing something with the youth. How is that over here? Like, how is that? Are you like always going to somebody else's church? Honestly, I feel like when I was younger, it was like that. But as I got older, I feel like we don't see it as much. I don't know why. Like, yeah, other churches have events and stuff, but I remember all the time, like, if so-and-so church had an activity, you know, half of the homeless from my church were there. And then that's when you would meet. It wasn't only the big events where we would all gather. So I feel like here it all depends. You know, yeah, we see it, but I could say I've seen a difference, at least for me personally, from when I was more of a juvenile than now as a as a hoving. So as a female pianist or musician, Mm-hmm. Have you have you had some type of like backlash or negative feedback or negative experience saying like oh no well she's a she's a girl and or like yeah yeah she's a girl let her play not 
really directly like I've never really had anybody no you can't play because you're a girl but you could see the difference I've never been first pick to answer that you know and say all right well well she could play she could play second or she could play one song or you get what I'm saying so it's never been really direct like not you know it's just for the guys no but between the lines you know it's always always set back and I feel like I haven't noticed that as much until now that I'm I've been playing as I got better you know and I was exposed you could say because I am the lead pianist for the district and I'm the lead pianist for my church where you see the eyes you see you know everybody scans it's really uncommon you know to see a female or to see a female drummer a guitarist like it catches your eye because unfortunately we don't see enough of it. But to answer your question not directly, I haven't gotten anything negative. Why do you think we don't see a lot of a lot of ladies playing? I don't really know. I don't know if it's like a stereotype. You know, unfortunately, yeah, it's the church, but you know, the world sometimes that that mindset comes with us in a sense, where well that's the guy's domain let the let the singers be female mm-hmm. let the music to the guys where we could do both if you mm-hmm. let us <laughs> yeah yeah you definitely definitely do you have a couple of women or or who was a woman of of positive influence for you not to be cliche but i have to say my mom <laughs> i would say she's the biggest role model with her testimony from her from her testimony to where god's put her today it really is something to admire and i really do look up, up look up to her another female apart from my mom i would have to say is our current regional president in ahec her name's jolandi gomez she's a big influence she was a big role model for me growing up you know we've known each other for years like she saw me the niños to hovenes now and she's been a, a big influence in the sense of as a female to you know what does it para señor right you know not only in in all aspects you know from being she's a worshiper from being a true worshiper wholeheartedly you really never hear nothing negative about her so she really is a, a big role model in that sense that's cool that's cool i don't think it's cliche to say that your mom i think it's a blessing right because it's yeah we may take that for granted be like well you know like duh, my mom but how how many mm-hmm. people may not be able to have that blessing to say you know what my mom i'm the first to always i'm always talking about my mom even at this age right i talk to her every day and it's the same thing it's because of that testimony that was held yeah i see a woman of faith a woman of someone who has shown and not just talked the talk yeah you know so some is we can see and again another thing that has to do with pastors kids is that some people see them in the temple or in the four walls right because we're the church but some people see them there and that's all they know but we know what that woman is like at home you yes, know so we, sure. we know that that same she's not just talking just to talk it's something that she lives you know what i'm saying so we see yeah. her faith at home in her personal life and we can see her as a spiritual leader inside the church so i i think again that's where the whole pastor's kids 
thing comes where we we see what happens behind closed doors where some others yeah. don't and they just assume and maybe have some like uh, crazy comments or whatever but that's for that's for another show <laughs> if you have some crazy comments you can say them no <laughs> no. <laughs> no i feel like um as a pk i've been blessed because unfortunately not every pk has the the benefit to say lack of a better word of having i don't know like real parents in a sense like sometimes i feel like in the pk community mm-hmm. <laughs> you either get pastors as mm. parents but a lot of times you don't get that parent side you yeah know, what am i saying so i am fortunate enough and blessed that i don't just have pastors i have parents yeah so that's big that so came up a good. lot in previous yeah that is that is where we understand each other right Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we're we're understanding you but Mm -hmm. maybe somebody else doesn't understand that they don't they see the kids and they're like oh well they're the pastor's kids like that's their dad of course they have time with them they don't know that you know you got 100 people that's 100 problems right yeah and for us for all three of us right here it's obvious oh that's that's obviously but Mm -hmm. we know about all the kids that their dad missed their birthday yeah uh, we were supposed to go to the park today uh, yeah. but somebody called they're sick you know what i'm saying so i i think just like you have been lucky enough i have been lucky enough that my my parents took us out i can't say oh my my dad wasn't there for us like mm-hmm. the dude worked all the time and i felt the importance of family not just the importance of church yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah that's one of the great things that we do understand is that thread that that keeps us together. For sure. Um, and how has being a, a PK influenced your your spiritual life? How has it, it's kind of going on the same train of having pastors as parents. I feel like it's influenced me in the sense of independence. And I've learned. I feel like everybody has their own struggles and their own battles. That everybody's faces individually as Christians but as a PK it's really hard because then that's when that line is placed am I coming to you as my parent or am I are you going to come at me as my pastor you get what I'm saying so I feel like I honestly don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing but it's really rare not because I don't have the relationship or la confianza to come to them but I find myself like, I just rather, it's just me and God. So in that sense, being a PK has influenced me to be a little more independent in my spiritual life. I think we talked about it with, with Ruthie. I wonder if it has to do with, we see the tendency of other people to depend so much on the pastors that we're just like, you know that you can pray too, right? (laughs) You know, it's like okay i got you you know i got you i'm gonna pray for you but you know that you can pray too right That's you know so exactly. i wonder if it's the experience of us seeing like such needy people my gosh and anyone who's listening please don't take it the wrong way but i i wonder if that has to do with our self being so mature in the spiritual life like how you say your individualism exactly. because we see the need of other people that sometimes it's just like i don't know i think maybe unconsciously or subconsciously how you say it kind of molds us yeah like i got this i know what to do exactly i feel like as pks depending because every pk is different depending the age 
where you take the mantle. (laughs) (laughs) We learn. We're exposed to so much in that spiritual aspect of, you know, different problems within the congregation and our parents, obviously, that when it's our turn, we're, like you said, we're a little bit more prepared. Not that we're going to handle it better than anybody. Right. No, but I'm two, two, three steps ahead because I've seen this before. Mm -hmm. I I know how to handle it. Yep. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I mean, I wish I was like this person that has studied people's uh, behavior to understand and really articulate (laughs) how I feel, but it's just just the way I see it. Like, whoa, you probably grew up similar to us and you have such a different look into what things are. I feel like I'm the same way. I always say it. um, I like to see what makes people tick. Like, what, why? It's that question. It's like, okay, you did that, or you responded this way. Why? Like, I want to know. It's funny to say, and I don't. It's like I want to know your trauma. (laughs) (laughs) No, but while they have their mouth open, you're thinking, "Wow, I want to know this person's trauma." My line of work, like, because you would think as a pastor's kid, you know, you're exposed to so many people, you must be open, and you must be. On the contrary, as you know, all um, PKs know, sometimes we're more reserved because we've been exposed to so much. But in my line of work, everyone, it's the dental office, not everybody likes to be there. So I've learned to kind of be that sense of comfort. So sometimes I say that I'm more of a therapist than a dental assistant. Yeah. Once they get talking, they just say, all right, I need you to just and open so I can do my best. Spill the beans. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm the same way. I like to, to see and why do they work that way. I wish I had, like, that power of getting to people's minds and seeing how they how they function. Nowadays, really that's cool. called a creeper. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> in a different way, in a different way, right? I love psychology. I love mental health. And that is it. We want to mm-hmm. know why people do what they do. That's, yeah. that's it. That's my, um, that's my thing. Yeah. Some people will call that being nosy. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, and make sure we take this out. The crazy thing is, this is just a side note between between mm-hmm. us here that I can see something, and I tell my husband, and I will say, you know what, um, this, this, and this, and he's like, I do siempre, you know, like making up a novela, and then it turns out that it's true, or yes. very close, and he's like, what the heck? I I really love reading people. I really love, um, I look at body language. I'm one of those weird people. Mm. Yeah, I I like to people watch. I like to listen. And when people say things, and they can say something that might not even be directly related to something else. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, that person's talking about this. And he's looking at me like I'm I'm crazy. But I I love it. Yeah, I was a psychology major. So my, my, I just graduated. Sweet. uh, Like last year, last year. Two, almost know. two years ago. <laughs> you don't know. Almost two years ago. I remember what happened like three months ago and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two years ago. I was class of 2020. Yeah. But my major was psychology. I love, I love psychology and mental health and all that goodness. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm the same way. It's like the sense of you meet somebody. Like I said, I'm more of a watcher. I like to like, I'm in the friend group. Yeah, I'm there. You talk to me, I'll interact. But I'm watching. I'm watching how you interact with so-and-so and sometimes same i'll be like hmm, 
I just hung out with you one time. I already know what type yep. of person you are. Yep. Um, red flags left and right. <laughs> yep. You could stay over there. I'll be here. Nothing against you. We'll hang out. But right, right, right. I've seen enough. I got it. And sometimes it comes out. Now, yeah. I wonder if it's because as PKs, we've been exposed to so many people. Yeah, that's it, right, it right? Be. I wonder, right? I, yeah. Is that I like know. a hidden talent that we all have? Yeah, right? Movie? Discernment. We have extra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like an extra sense of discernment. I don't know. But it could go It could go to the left really quick, right? Because a yeah. lot of us have been in some crazy situations with things that have happened. And that can also hurt us, right? Or we, or we mm-hmm. can see where the church of course because we're going to take it personal and I, I i keep saying that we're going to take it personal because it's our parents yeah. but we also know how to draw a line because our parents have taught us to yeah. you know what i mean and and there's things that have happened that i don't know and i'll never know of some of their experiences yeah. as pastors and for a good reason yeah. because it would be hard right for me to to fellowship with someone if i knew everything about them right so that, yeah, that, that that's a whole other sure. story so it it can it's it's a good thing that we have that discernment but at the same mm-hmm. side it can totally take people to be so hurt by the church a lot of pks mm-hmm. that it's hard to kind of bring them like center them back in and yeah. and realize you know what that's that's not it and it's between you and god and your relationship with god mm-hmm. So I the, that was kind of random, but it's like it's a good thing. But I wonder mm-hmm. how it also works out that there's a lot of PKs that we don't know. I mean, that, that we know yeah. that are not going to church right now because they've been hurt by because no. they've been hurt by the church or by those experiences yeah. or maybe seen some experience. Because I know that I have maybe witnessed some things and even from afar that have hurt me because it's hurt my parents. Yeah. And so it's it's been it's been. You know, we're not perfect, and, and God is working with us, and he's still yeah. a work in progress. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like, I'm thinking about it right now, about to say something, and I know a lot of pastor's kids, but I never sat down to talk about pastor's kids stuff. When I've never sat down and had a conversation like how we're having right now about pastor's kids stuff. So then as I'm speaking to people, just like you said, is it because we're pastor's kids that we think like this? Yeah. Is it is that is that it? Like is that why I'm thinking like this or is this just I'm just a person and I'm being regular mm-hmm. and anybody from the church or anybody from anywhere can think like this but that has gone through my mind many times. Is it because I'm yeah. a pastor's kid? Yeah. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Until all the comments start coming in and saying I'm not a pastor's kid and I feel the same For way. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, they'll start let them roll those, in yeah the, they'll start messaging you be like you know what no that's not true or whatever i hate but, this show yeah <laughs> yeah we're 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 biased i want to talk to pastor kids only what's the deal i guess uh it's good how, what's the word um it's good and bad it's good exposure to those who are listening that aren't pastors' kids, at the same time for them to um, maybe realize or maybe it's stuff or comments that they've made without even realizing the way we feel because we don't mm-hmm. talk about these things because there's there's only the kids of that pastor in that church, right? So if that church only yeah. has two kids, like me and my brother, it was just me and my brother, but there's like a 100 members. So that's a hundred opinions versus two. And maybe they didn't realize the comments that they made or the expectations that they put Mm -hmm. because we don't talk about these things. So you had someone tell you they didn't think about it from that point of view. So I think this is good exposure for those 
not just for pastors kids and for us to say you know for us to laugh and compare stories but for those who aren't so that they can say you know what let me take a step back you know from yeah. especially from expectations because simply because you're the pastor's daughter you know the bible from front to back well <laughs> and yeah, you that's should what, live it you know what i mean but like they, think. their expectations are <laughs> super high about us you know like you have to be perfect and you're so you know you should be this or or maybe even compare us because they were um like one of the episodes is going to come out like you know she was a good girl and then she was used as an example but that's a lot of pressure for somebody too like i gotta i gotta keep being the example that they're waiting on yeah Chantel, the the burning question on everyone's mind mm -hmm. would you be a pastor or would you marry a pastor have you felt that because you know it's it's either it's either one way or the other you either feel from you feel from the spirit that you might be and you're okay mm -hmm. with that or you feel from the spirit that you won't be or you say no i don't want to be or maybe not even sure because you're you're young i'll be on i haven't felt the calling of a pastor but i will say either myself in the ministry whether it be pastor's wife or evangelist or missionary i have not because i'm on pk but i personally i've had that experience and i felt that calling so i know but you know i'm still not 100 clear if being a pastor it is or a pastor's wife but if it's god's will i've learned with the years just go with god <laughs> don't fight it you're better off <laughs> yeah that is true going back a little bit as mm -hmm. as a musician Uh, as a person that has gone to a mission trip, as a person that is thinking about more mission trips, mm -hmm. as a person that is a, a leader within the youth, if there would be anything that you'd say to us men for us to understand or for us to think about accepting women in a leadership position, what would it be? It would have to be... Learning to accept the fact that we could do it too. Or learning the fact that we're just as anointed as many are. Because, again, like I said, um, you think of a pastor and the first thing you think is a man. Mm -hmm. It's how we're set. It's a man and then behind him, we've always had that. Detrás de cada hombre hay una mujer. No, al lado de cada hombre. Because it's a team effort, regardless if the pastor is a man or a woman. So something I would, you know, men, <laughs> I guess, would be learning to accept the fact, regardless of in music or in the ministry, we're just as capable as you. And we could do it alone if we have to. Because I feel like sometimes as men, it's like, okay, It's seen that they could do it, but then if it's a woman, no, she needs a helper. She needs someone to rely on when it's not the case. I feel like a, a female pastor could do just the same amount of work and have the same, um, you know, recognition and, and be just as good as a male pastor without uh, a partner. I think we've come a long way. I think we've seen the changes Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like 
this past this Sunday, um, Saturday evening, we had a, a regional activity. It's called ABS, and our Obispo Regional, he was mentioning that this past year they installed seven, no, eight pastors. And out of those eight, six were women. Wow. So that we've seen That's the huge. change. Yeah. It's it's big. Yeah. So that there's a movement going on and uh-huh. women are taking over the world. <laughs> oh grief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's huge because I didn't see that. You compare that in my yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it wasn't you didn't see ordained ministers that were females yeah. when I was younger. Not like now. Really. It's yeah. it's we, we really have come along a long way in the way we see things and even in our organization. Yeah, for sure. If there's younger ladies listening, give us some last words, uh, uh, maybe some words of advice for some up-and-coming young girls that are maybe thinking about ministry, whatever ministry it is, whether it's art, whether it's a leadership position, whatever ministry it is, what would you have for, for these young women? My advice for the young ladies listening would be, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, go for it. Putting God first and putting him in the center, anything is possible. Whether church-related or personally, a career, whatever it is, having God first, just 100% go, don't stop, and don't let anybody get in the way of you getting that. Because you're just as capable of getting where you need to be. Very cool. Chantel, thank you for being on the show. Thank you guys for having me.